TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bells will be ringing. This sad, sad news. I know who this is. Let me guess. Don Henley. No? Yes? Smokey. This is the Eagles. Yeah. Right. Don Henley. I, I'm not as much of an Eagles fan as Okay. You. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you don't know who Don Henley is? Oh. Come no. on, Matt. Oh. I mean, I know this guy doesn't know who Don oh, Henley. I mean, he had a better oh. chance of knowing what a hockey puck is than uh, what a baseball was. Wow. Than uh, than Don Henley. I mean, I know the Eagles. I can't name the members of the band. Harry Roseman led organization. <laughs> Speaking of on which, that note, how bad are they? I, their defense actually was better on Monday night, but that was against Drew Locke. And I know everybody loves Drew Locke yeah. now because he gave a great post-game interview. Boo freaking who. Shut up. Yeah. I, I oh, God. I mean, enough. Oh, that was the best post-game interview ever. Oh, Lisa Salters. America oh, loves go to the a Hall pity party. America loves a pity yeah. party. Uh, I mean, it's it's like um, Josh Dobbs. Everybody loved Josh Dobbs. They couldn't slurp him up fast enough. The guy wasn't even in uniform two weeks after that. The media in this country. Oh. All right, let me give you, and everybody hates me for no reason, no good everybody reason at all. Everybody hates Chris. You know, we talk about records and this, that, and the other thing. I mean, when Ron got here, again, he was a little over 500, right, uh, because of the 15-1 and one season, but also he had, you know, a couple of other, what, 10, 11 win seasons, whatever it was. Not every coach gets judged fairly. And let me give you an example. Now, I hated this guy. He drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. Mike Martz was an arrogant douche. Mm-hmm. You know what Mike Martz's record as a head coach was? What is it? 53-32. and 32. It's pretty good. You think Mike Martz was ever given a chance after his last opportunity? Yeah, because he's, he's not a media... In 18 years he, ago? Because he's oh. not a media ass-kisser oh, okay. like Ron Rivera Okay. Is. That, that part, of, part of my point. Part of my point. Now... Um, let, let, let's, let's, let's look at, at just another example. You know what Jim Fossils, who just passed away, mm-hmm. you know what Jim Fossils record as a head coach was? No. 58, 53 and one, not as impressive as Mike Martz, but more games, but still over 500. They didn't get an opportunity. And yet this fan base revolted 
around the the notion that that we were way too better for Jim Fossil. For Jim Fossil. That was when Zorn and, was hired. Yeah, and good for you, you got Jim Zorn out of it. Yeah. I okay. Uh, let me give you another example. Okay. Now this one again, people have have said, and people have a hard time figuring out. Jim Caldwell, sixty-two and fifty. I think Jim Caldwell. I, I mean, he bores me. Okay, but he's an offensive coach. He's been successful in two spots, 62 and 50, a career 55.4% winning percentage. He ain't ever getting another head coaching you know job. You know why? Because he Is doesn't... it simply because he's flat? Well, I, I don't know. He doesn't kiss ass. I think ass. that's part of the problem with Eric Bieniemy too. Yeah. Eric Bieniemy doesn't kiss ass. Nope. You know? And some of these I others mean, want to have their, their So we, we can, again, look at coaches and their records and their past and say, oh, you know, because they failed here, they'll fail here. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes they're you. successful. Again, Wade Phillips is a per. You know, I, 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 I'll give it. I'll give you this, and then we'll get uh, back to the calls. Wade Phillips, uh, where is he here? Uh, okay, you know what Wade Phillips' record as a head coach is? What do you think of Wade Phillips when he was a head coach of the Bills and the Cowboys? Bills may have been you may have been a little remember, too young for. I don't for. remember the Bills. Cowboys, right? Remember, you might remember, I right? I stayed up and had to ask permission to stay up to watch the Sunday night game against Green Bay where he got fired. Okay. But but for the most part you have a general feel he was Wade a, Phillips 8-8 eight eight king. Right. Okay, 8-8 eight eight king. You know what his record was as a head coach what in the it? NFL? What was it? And he'll never get a head coaching opportunity again and rightfully so. Yeah. 82 and 64. Yeah, so, again, we can't sit here and say, well, because Ron only had three winning seasons out of eight or whatever it was but in Carolina, about coaches that, are that we knew he was going to no, but we knew he was going to be a failure here. Now, we know he's failed. Yeah. That's been proven true. And there are some in the NFL that thought he was a fraud from the get go. I know I talked to one guy who thought he was the biggest incompetent boob in the world. OK, and he turned out to be. From a football sense, right? Right? Yeah. But I mean, I I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Like, let's, let's go, go back to the calls. To the calls. I, it's he's not good. I, nobody's disputing that. Incompetent. I, I'm well, willing to go that far. Right. And, and I always argued with him. I said I don't think he's good at his job. I don't think he's incompetent. Yeah, that's where we're at. And and and, and that's I guess the level of of maybe the levels of suckness. I don't know. Um, in addition, we're talking about Jacoby Brissett. Could him playing help Eric Bieniemy either become the head coach of this team, the head coach of another team, or stay here with the defensive-minded head coach? Let's go to Bird in D.C. What's up, Bird? How are you? Bird. Hey, what's going on, man? Bird, um, bird, bird is the word. I think one of you guys are being completely disrespectful. And I think Which the one that's being disrespectful is the one that's being disrespectful to people who have beaten cancer by saying that Ron makes his decisions because of what's happened with cancer. Can we stop making excuses for Ron Rivera? Ron Rivera. You're, oh, you, you're, you're can you say that you're talking about, Chris? So, Bird, you Chris, think, you think, I, you think, think I'm you wrong for wondering or, or thinking I think, that... I think completely disrespectful. Completely wait, wait, disrespectful. That I'm disrespectful? Yes, they are to people with cancer. There are people who have beaten cancer and have done their jobs on high levels after that and continue to do it, and we're called, we're talking about Ron's incompetence because he was sick. Wait a second, Bert. So, with all due respect, are you comparing if somebody is a good insurance salesman to no, 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 a head no, no. coach they if they beat they, cancer? They, oh, they, they could be an air traffic controller. 
they could be plenty of jobs. It makes right. no difference but what Bert, the job the, the, is. If you know no, your it job, does make a difference. Me, the, the, no, it does Chris. make a difference. Let me finish, Chris. If you know your job, you perform your job. If you're not able to perform your job, then you stop doing the job. Bird. Bird. So, 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 you, you, you can can't, be a brain surgeon, Chris. Chris, you can be a brain surgeon. If you're going to perform surgeries after you've beaten cancer, there's nobody a di- wants to hear. Bert, there's a different, the there's a completely cancer. different level of judgment of of control. You have been making this of everything. How am I? I'm curious about this. How am I being disrespectful to cancer? Because you're making excuses, Chris. You're making excuses for this dude. I, I, maybe I am. I offered it as a possible alibi. Let me tell you why. You know what you're doing? You're empowering Lionel right now. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Everybody, if I say Bill Belichick, you say one word. If I say Andy Reid, you say one word. If I say Rivera, you say he's a nice guy. Exactly. Every time we talk about Ron Rivera, we never talk about well, What am I supposed to say? He stinks. Because you can't call him a, because you can't call him a good coach. And but, then but, a writer, I, but I've never tried a, to. As a writer and a journalist, you say throw the dictionary out and not look at the meaning of the word because you don't like how it sounds. I'm a talk show host, baby. <laughs> you went to his, you went to his house for Thanksgiving, and now you're not allowed to talk about Ron Rivera. Are you his agent? That's what I'm trying to say. I wish I was. I would, I would be making a lot more money, I can tell you that much. He's got surgically he must, attacked Paul like Paul prom- it's like he promised to interview with you later. Don't call him. Trust me, he is not. Nice. I mean, I have Ron's cell phone number. I, I mean, I could ask Let him. Let me tell you why he's an incompetent head coach. I, I'm, I'm giving T. I don't care. I'm giving T. I don't care, if, if, if which are going to kick me off the air after I say this. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. First thing. Hold on one second. Hold on, Bird. Hang on. You know why he's an incompetent head coach? Because about two years ago, at about 2.45 Eastern time, instead of having his incompetent ass in his office watching film, he was calling Grant Paulson, trying to play, trying to ask why Grant doesn't like him, trying to ask why, uh, 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 trying to ask why Grant says mean things about him on the radio. That's why he's incompetent, because he's a damn first, airhead. His, his first role. Head coach his is first calling up the radio host. Hold on. Hold, hold on. His first role was a redskin head coach. His first role was a head coach when he got here. His first thing he did, he did not reach out. He said this. He did not reach out to Trent Williams to figure out if he could mend the bridge. He never even called the dude. No, they eventually had he plenty of meetings. He never even called them. Eventually, they had plenty of meetings. He, no, he, when he first got here, they asked, have you reached out to Trent Williams? I mean, the he first day no. he was here, he was supposed to reach out to Trent Williams? He never. Trent said he never reached out to him. They That's had the meetings. He, he did not reach out to Trent Williams when he got here to say to try he to talk him into staying. What the fir- career again? The first day, the first three days, the first week. I don't know when he did, the but first, eventually they the met. First, based on who Trent Williams is, should not have been the first thing you do no, as a head coach. He treated Trent Williams like Quentin Dunbar, dog. Like, what are you saying? He treated those two uh, players the same. For every, if you name five things he's done right, I can name three for every one that you named right that he did wrong. Exactly. Listen, exactly. listen, Bird. I I don't disagree with you. I, I appreciate the phone call. I I did not dis. Let, let me be perfectly clear. I did not disrespect well, cancer patients and recovering yeah. cancer patients by trying to offer a possible rationale for why Ron may not have had the same zip and, and vim and vigor that he once used to have. Like, you know, again, people have brought this up, okay? Remember the Amazon Prime series? 
in 2018 All-In or whatever with the Carolina Panthers in which he goes into the locker room at halftime of week three on a Thursday night game and he absolutely goes off on a tirade against his team and everybody's like, oh, here, he just folds his arms. And he doesn't say anything and he doesn't yell and he doesn't say anything to his team. Again, that's a perfect example of, again, where cancer may have changed your prism. It may have changed your outlook. It may have changed your belief system. It may have changed your energy level. It may have changed a lot of things. Can I ask you a question? Again, I'm no, not no, no, saying no, no, it no, no. is the reason. Can it I may be a reason. you a question? Yes. Why didn't he just step down? Because he's not stupid. He's not incompetent. If it was that... If, because if he was incompetent, he would have stepped down. Why couldn't he have stepped down? Because he feels he, he can still do the job. He was battling cancer. He's he feels battling he can, cancer. Right. Oh, okay, it but was, you're saying that he didn't do the job good because he was battling I mean, cancer. I mean, so that's l- fair l- to the organization? That's fair to the organization? Let me ask you this. If the doctor said, hey, Ron, if the oncologist said, hey, Ron, you've got a malignant tumor. Okay, bad. Stage four, right? You really need to step aside. You don't think Ron would have done that? Yes, but you're – and I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate for the, the form of the conversation. You're basically – as I'm taking it. I am offering a potential excuse. Yeah, and I don't understand why. Because I, I'm a human being. And I, Un- unprompted you, you, as well. You, you guys, brought this up unprompted. Yeah, you, you, got, you guys are, so are, many other excuses. You guys are like one-lane highways, man. I mean, what does Magic Johnson know about winning anyway? <laughs> Someone's got to up this guy's back. Oh, Lord have mercy. Let's go to, uh, where are we going here? Um, Drew is in Rockville. We got a bunch of newbies today. Not newbies. I know, but I know. We just, never, we just never do enough uh, of it when we get them. Drew, sorry about the long wait. How are you, pal? Hey, Drew. Hey, what's happening? Uh, what's up, Drew? Um, competence isn't just about failure. It's how you fail. Um, this might be a strong word to use, but oftentimes what goes with incompetence is buffoonery. Um, you know, I, I can I can niceen it up and say cluelessness. So it's what go it's the actions that ultimately. And Chris, one thing I think you're you're discounting is we're talking about results. Um, so if we so if we measure Ron's moves or lack thereof, we're measuring it based on what results we had at the end of the day. So talking about Two Hill and all these other people, it kind of, you, you, you actually are kind of helping those of us who think Ron's incompetent. You're actually helping our argument. How? So Cheeseman, right? That's all I got to say. Yeah, uh, Cheeseman's a terrible move. Hold on, Chris. Terrible. Hold on, Chris. I can say Cheeseman, right? Mm-hmm. And that right there, will dead any argument to say that Ron isn't incompetent. <laughs> Ron, Ron's long snapper, I'm, I'm going to call him, Ron, this is Ron, uh, Ron's long snapper, almost got his punter killed. Mm-hmm. The best player on the team. You got the best player on the team almost injured. So, and then what did he, what did he trade up to get um, yeah. his long snapper? Yeah, traded okay. up in the sixth round. Yeah. Okay, incompetent. Incompetence is you don't know that you can be eliminated from the playoffs. So we, we can be eliminated? Yeah, I guess Dude, wrong. but you just listened yeah, to the yeah. last five minutes. He hates Grant Paulson. That's why he said that. So, he was being a smart ass. So, He's not that dumb. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, now, oh, that okay, you that can is, that you can now that judge. I know he was being oh, okay. a complete now, smart. Of course he was. He no, he wasn't. Now, he, of course he on, hates Grant. Yeah. Lanell, Yes. To me, even that's a form of incompetence because my my goal as the coach is I need to get this team to win. If I start getting into these little battles, I, I never forget um, listening to um, B. Mitch and Finley. And B. Mitch one time said something that Ron was saying something behind the scenes about Brian Santa. About so, who? Wait, about who? About 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 B. Mitch. Well, yeah. B. Mitch had said one time on the radio that Ron had an issue with stuff that, that Brian was saying on the radio. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, he. All oh, absolutely. All of these things all go toward the balls of incompetence. Because most, most incompetent people that you know in real life, it's always kind of like these little side things that also distract them. You know, things that aren't really important. Let me tell you a little story, Drew. Let me tell you. you think Mike, uh, what do you think of Mike Shanahan, ultimately? Um, great coach. Um, great, great coach. And could have been better here okay. if he had, had checked, checked the owner. More than fair. Do you know what Mike Shanahan did in 2010? What do you do? He grabbed a bunch of us, a bunch of us group of reporters uh-huh. outside the building, took us over to a shaded part, thankfully, and told us that we needed to help the team out by not re- <laughs> by not reporting what we've seen and what we've heard <laughs> because we were doing damage to the team and because we were causing or contributing them to lose well, or be at a competitive make disadvantage. Make no mistake about it. Mike had his moments of incompetence Okay, but, but I'm, just so, tell, I'm just telling you, I mean, like, me. like again, that doesn't make you exactly. incompetent. That makes you a control freak. No, no, okay, but Chris, look at the way I don't think – now, Mike failed miserably, miserably. John Beck versus know, Rex Grossman was I, I how he decided to end the season. Know, That's incompetence. I don't, I don't know if I can compare I – don't, I don't feel like Mike – Failure is quite like Ron's. Mike's won like, Super Bowls. There's some, there's some things here with Ron that's just kind of like, um, it's just, it's a, it's a lot. So it's how you fail. Ron is incompetent, okay. and, and it is how you fail. It, it, that's what you have to remember in incompetence. I can't it believe you just tried to compare Mike Shanahan to Ron Rivera. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate you say that. No, I was just, I was just using that, an example. If Mike Shanahan heard you compare him to Ron, example, he would put you, his foot up your ass. No, because you were just you were, you were just trying to say, well, he was call, too busy calling Grant Paulson at two forty five. Okay, really this heard is at least, but this is why y'all were at the. This wait, is, wait a second, what? What, Ron? I never really heard of Grant Paulson. That's good. But no, okay, Mike did that while y'all were in the building, while he just finished the media availability, correct? Uh, yeah, if I remember Not correctly. taking personal time in his office during a game week to call some Tabagoo radio host. You know who the incompetent Ron Rivera has a better winning percentage than? Oh, God. In NFL history? <laughs> Go ahead, lay it on me. <laughs> Jim Mora. <laughs> Uh, Jack Del Rio, who he fired. Maga Jack. Ted Marchabroda. Who? Buddy Ryan. Yeah. Weeb Eubank. Come on. You're Remember him? Old farts. <laughs> old farts. Lovey Smith, who went to a Super Bowl one time. Yeah, he's he, Lovey Smith is just like Ron. Norv Turner. Yeah. Who he idolized. Yeah. Uh, Incompetent Norv. Couldn't, couldn't win the big game, oh, Norv. Uh, got, oh, you know, you know what? 
He's got a better winning percentage than Dan Campbell, who's created Boy Wonder. Got a better winning percentage than Zach Taylor. Matt, don't we have to go to break or something? Better winning percentage than my guy Jim Haslett. Jim Haslett got a raw deal. Of course he did. There was no talent here when Jim Haslett was coaching the defense. I, so he, he did get a raw deal. It's one thing that we agree on. Yeah, because I know Jimmy Haslett can coach. 324, Team 980. More of your calls coming straight up. Stay with us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Our buddy Rocky Pinnock says, with all due respect, he's not concerned about helping out AEB. So, in other words, he doesn't want to see Jacoby Brissett play because Brissett probably makes EB look better, makes the offense look better, maybe helps out EB get a job somewhere else, or maybe this one. Who knows? Um, once again, uh, Ben Conti. The Fat Aristotle is his subhandle name now. I truly believe that Ron came, quote, highly recommended by the league in an attempt to fix the building. They weren't letting that building ruin a young coach. Let me tell you something. The NFL has been very involved in fixing the Washington Redskins football team commanders since 2016. At least. Very involved. They essentially forced the hiring of Brian LaFamina, if you remember him. Your 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 microphone is off. we got to turn on your microphone. Who Dan then who fired. Who then Dan, Dan fired in nine months because Brucey Bruce got jealous. They were also very instrumental in heavily recommending Ron Rivera. Now, again, Dan ultimately made the decision, but heavily recommending a man of noble character, a man of integrity, a man who is universally liked and pray. Ron may never get another head coaching job again. He's not. Ever. But he will 
absolutely be on one of the networks as an analyst or studio host or whatever in a heartbeat. I, I don't even know if Ron would get a defensive coordinator job at this point because oh, what if you look, his know? defense obviously has been, you know, arguably uh, the biggest disappointment. Uh, Todd uh, tweets, we've sucked for four years under Ron. That's all I need to know. I mean, that's as simple as you could put it, right? All right, back to the phones we go. Let's go to uh, EJ in D.C. EJ, how are you? Uh, yes, I'm good, man. What's going and on, Thanks for taking my call. Yep, thanks for making it. But how this is encompassing to me, when you don't have open battles for competition in, 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 in training camp, that's incompetence. When you are in the fourth year of a five-year deal and you don't have a battle at quarterback to see who can maybe save your job, mm-hmm. that's incompetence. Mm-hmm. When you get Nick Gates and all the people that you bring in and you allow them to play six and seven weeks before you put them on the bench because you brought them in. If you notice, anybody Ron brings in, they start. The cornerback Forbes, it, it's evident that he didn't win the competition in, in training camp. He couldn't beat out Danny Johnson and them. It's just because they drafted him. That's incompetence. If I'm in a four-year deal and I've never had a winning record, I'm trying to put the best people out there that's going to win. Maybe that may save my job. Not sitting back, allowing, uh, 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 just because I drafted you, a fifth-round quarterback, I'm going to make you play. EJ, you make some really good points. You make some really good That's points. That's what happens Again, when you have a low-testosterone individual running an organization. He does not promote competition. None of those decisions, though, again, still, to me, rise to incompetence. Handing your franchise over to a guy with 11 completions is not incompetent. The decision to roll with Sam Howell was incompetent. It it was not incompetent. It was. His decisions I mean, at quarterback it has, it has not, he's gotten it, here. It has largely not worked out. It was not incompetent. Again, there's a different level. Incompetence to me is just cluelessness. I don't think I don't think it was clueless to, to roll the dice and to go what's in. Now, did I disagree with the process? Absolutely. Can I ask you a question? Did, should there have been competition? Absolutely. There's plenty of places where there's a fake competition, a modified competition. I'll give you another perfect example. You think Robert Griffin III was competing with Kirk Cousins and Rex Grossman in 2012? Hell no. I was stunned that Mike Shanahan announced him as the starter in May. In May. Why? Because he had no choice. Because the franchise paid a ransom for him, and, you know, they were going to let him sink or swim. You know? Point exactly. Again, people do different things. Look at the circumstances. Look at the circumstances that Robert were handed the franchise. Yes. And look at the circumstances in which Sam was handed the circumstances. Well, I mean, first of all, one's a fifth-round pick, and one's a number two overall pick. One had 11 career completions. Mm -hmm. How many did Robert have? But he was the Heisman Trophy winner, dude. Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. I mean, I mean, CJ Case Keenum has way more experience than CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud was did CJ Stroud absolutely beat Case Keenum? I don't know. I'm not there. But I mean, I have a hard time to think that CJ Stroud was so much better than Case Keenum. But CJ Stroud was the number two overall pick. You're having a moot. You're having a moot conversation right now. And bring it. I think that's completely irrelevant. We know the culture around top picks in the draft, and they don't have to compete. We know that. Like, why are Some we acting do. like that's just... Some do. That's not brand new. 
handing the keys to the to the franchise over to a fifth rounder because he's, he completed 11 passes in a pointless Week 18 game. And then not only did he announce him as the starter, Chris, he went around bragging on it right. like he like he had figured out. Again, the process was stupid. Nothing about it bad. That's incompetent, Chris. That's not incompetent. Yes, it is. No one in their right mind running a franchise would make the decision that Ron made at quarterback. And if he likes it. Dude, did you listen to Sam Howell in RG3 on the We The Ones podcast? Oh, yes. Did you hear how many reps Sam Howell said he was taking last year? He wasn't even playing last. He wasn't getting reps. That's, so how the hell did they all yeah. of a sudden know that he was going to be the guy when he didn't even get reps? All they do was lie. Well, they are con men. Because I, what I'm saying because, is not hyperbole. Because Chris everything else, because like everything villain. else that they tried to do failed. They tried to trade for guys. They tried to sign guys. They tried guys cheap. They tried guys expensive. All of them suck because they're not good at their jobs. But again, it does not rise to a level of incompetence. It's incompetent. All right. Well, here's what's not incompetent. I hope. Let's get a trending alert right here, right now. All right, the New York Jets are the opponent for the Washington Commanders coming up this Sunday, as if anybody cares. Both teams eliminated uh, from the playoffs. Jets 5-9, and nine, but while Aaron Rodgers will not play, he was actually activated to the 53-man roster today because the 21-day practice window had expired. Jets want him to continue to practice and work his way back for, of course, next year. But again, he is not going to play, but is active on the 53-man roster as the Commanders go to MetLife Stadium for a second time this year. Last time was a disaster, a 14-7 loss to the New York Giants. Meanwhile, Tonight at Capital One Arena, it is the worst penalty kill in the NHL versus the second worst power play in the NHL. The Caps are the owners of that second worst power play. The Islanders are the owners of the worst penalty kill. Isles in off of a big win over Edmonton last night. They were outshot 16-2, shots on goal in the third period, but still won 15-8-8. The only local coverage of the Islanders and the Capitals at Capital One Arena is yours. John Walton and friends, 645, uh, actually 715, excuse me, 715 with the pregame coverage, 730 the puck drop on the Odyssey app and 106.7 the fan in the Caps radio network tonight at C1A. And that's what's trending. Go, there's no place like home for the holiday. Cause no matter how far away you roam. If you, you know, if the Islanders and the Capitals weren't playing tonight at 730, 715, the coverage on the Odyssey app, Caps Radio, 106.7 The Fam. I might watch a Christmas movie tonight. And maybe if I can keep my fat ass awake past like 1015, I might watch a Santa movie tonight or a Christmas movie tonight or a holiday movie tonight. I'm Just honest. because I'm that kind of guy. I'm festive. Ho, ho, ho. I'm here to provide presents to you all by telling you that there is a difference between incompetency and Ron Rivera. Okay. He's <laughs> just exact. I'm, I'm just, I'm not in the holiday spirit for reasons that we can discuss off the air, but uh, I, I just appreciate You sure you don't want to discuss them on the air? Recently, the holidays just haven't, just haven't been my thing, man. Thanksgiving, Christmas. I'll tell you what. My birthday was I, cruel. I was cruel. I'll tell you what, I, I'll tell you what, big fella. You may not want this. 
don't you come and have Christmas with me? <laughs> we can yell at each other for three hours about incompetency. A Christmas stream with the rooster. I mean, right? Isn't there like all, I mean, of course, because Christmas has become, you know, I mean, it was already so commercialized if to I begin came, with. If I came and did Christmas with you, Tyler would probably call the police on both of us. <laughs> well, Baby right. Russell. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wait, wait a second. So so let me, let me just say this. You got five NBA games that nobody should watch. Come on. I, you know I'm not going to say that. Watch You've the got NBA, please. Three NFL games, Vegas at Arrowhead at one o'clock against against the Chiefs, the Giants at Philly, four thirty, and then of course the good one, Baltimore and San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. We can watch all of that. I like. Baltimore. I'll cook for you, mm-hmm. and you can yell at me like you're yelling at me on the radio. See, the How about difference that? is on Christmas, I wouldn't be getting paid to yell at you. <laughs> See, oh. there's a difference. So that's the only reason why. Well, I mean, let's call it what it is. Okay. The same people that are angry about Ted Leonsis taking $2 billion from Virginia and not $500 million from the city. I mean, understand this. If Chuck Sapienza rolled out a bag for me of $80,000, $90,000 per. Chuck, you listening? Chris Kennard, I love you. Chris Russell, I love you. I'm gone. Chuck, are you listening? You know, I used to work for Chuck for five years. I'm on a winning team, baby. I, I mean, Chuck, Chuck would scream at me. <laughs> Just scream at me and curse me out. Yeah. I would scream at him. I wouldn't curse him out. I would occasionally use bad language. But I was a bad boy. I did some things, some rogue bad, things. Bad on, I did some rogue things sometimes on the beat. Just a bad, bad wussle. Yeah. I mean, I was not the I was not the wily old veteran that I am now. <laughs> let's get a couple more calls in here. Uh, let's uh, go to Junior in Fort Meade. We haven't heard from Junior in a while. What up, Junior? Junior? What's going on, Chris? How are you, my friend? Hello, Junior. <laughs> hey, Junior. Lanell, how are you, sir? <laughs> Junior, I'm good, baby. How are you? <laughs> Junior is hey, just listen, buttering both first, of us up before, know, Jun- before like he goes Junior. in for the attack. Go ahead, Junior. I'm with yes. you. <laughs> first, let me ask, uh, Chris, are you going to be able to see Tyler over the holidays? Uh, well, I, I'm going to go to uh, Canton, Ohio next week because I'm taking a couple of days off. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Not well, on, not on Christmas because he's, he's with his mom. I, I hope you have a great time Thank with you. your family. Thank you. Same to yours. Thanks. Now, let me get into this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whenever Linnell's in there with you, Chris, you sound like a level-headed, <laughs> smart guy. You are brilliant when Linnell's in there with you. Wow. You know, now, uh, now you when know, Linnell's not Linnell, in with you, Linnell you're a dumbass. Is, I'm all jacked up on my and, dude. And, you know, Linnell is a smart guy, but he is an emotional 12-year-old pubescent girl sometimes. Oh, my God. What is Did you happening? Did he from Yeah. <laughs> no, he said pubescent. Oh, pu- pubescent. Oh, I just made up a place. Yeah. I, I said pubescent. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me in trouble, Linnell. Listen, now, as far as Ron Rivera goes, look, everybody knows he he had, he had way too much on his plate. He could not handle it. He was not a great coach in the first place. I think he was not incompetent. I think he was an average coach at best. Um, but he took on way too much. But the only way that anybody was going to get any kind of coach in here was to offer him all that. Uh, so that's what they did. They got the best person that they could. He did guide the franchise through some very tough, 
tumultuous times. And we're on the other side of it now. So let's give them credit for where credit's due. As far as incompetent goes, you know what is incompetent? Saying, I want to play Jacoby Brissett so Eric Bieniemy can get some run on T for next year or wherever else. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Do you, can like, I no, explain where on, I'm man. coming from, you want Junior? To cost, you want to risk draft picks because you well, want Eric Bieniemy to get some run? Now that, Come on, that is, that is incompetent. Junior, I hear what you're saying 100%. If you were listening, that's why I gave Chris, I gave you your flowers with that. I understand ultimately it's probably not best for us to play Jacoby because he gives you a better chance to win. And we want to do everything but win at this point. Right. But in terms of 100%. In terms of Eric Bieniemy, though, and getting a fair shake and knowing if his offense works, oh my God, that's Craig Heist's music. <laughs> but no, in, in no, terms of seeing, how do you get it? I'm actually on your side about that. I, if, if, they kept Eric Bieniemy as offensive coordinator next year with a uh, different head coach. I would be in favor of it. I would love to see him with some actual offensive line help to help whoever the quarterback is, whether it's Sam. You're, Hoff, you're saying with like a defensive-minded head coach and Eric Bieniemy yeah, running the offense. I would love to see what Eric Bieniemy could do with some real protection for his quarterback. Let's see what that. I would love to see him running back with that. I would have no problem with that. I would be, and if it failed. I would say, look, I'm the dumbass who was calling for it, but to say, let's go ahead and let's let Jacoby win us a couple games, that means nothing except costing us a couple draft picks where we wouldn't be able to get that, the best offensive tackle coming out. That That's just silliness in it. That's just, I don't understand that argument whatsoever. And I am a guy who wants to see them win every week. But at this point, I just want to see them play well for the rest of the year and lose every single game and let Ron get out of here with a little bit of dignity. Let, let, let's let's do that. See, Junior, you're a good man. That's yes. why. You're a good man. Happy, Happy holidays, holidays to you and your family. Oh, my friends, you guys have a great holiday, okay? You Same too. to I love you, you guys. Appreciate it. We love you, too. Appreciate the support. Let's go uh, to Wendell, uh, who uh, is hopefully, well, uh, hopefully we can keep him on so long that he's not at Andrews Air Force Base right now, but that's where it's listed as. Wendell, are you still there? Absolutely, I am still here. I can't believe I survived all that. I'm sorry. I, you know, I I, tr- I try and keep Nell on track, but he he's such a wild child that I can't wow, I can't wow, rein wow. him in. You know, I I, I I need a better I need a better system to keep him under wraps. Don't be a don. <laughs> oh oh oh! I gotta tell you guys, I was a frequent caller when my good friend Reese Waters was in this slide. I haven't called since he left. And but I still listen every day. I just don't call. We appreciate you. And, and my background is in behavior, health, and counseling. Okay. And what we do when things get too emotional, we bring things back to a mathematical base so we can make sense of everything. And this last hour or so that I've been waiting, it's been very emotional all over the place. So I like to bring it back to the data to assess some of the conversation that we've had, especially concerning uh, Ron Rivera. And I like what people said about the league having a big hand in him getting hired. And you're absolutely right. He could have gotten hired nowhere but Washington. He was persona non rata as a football coach. And why? Because the only winning season he had in Carolina that people are not connecting with was at the prime of Cam Newton. 
subtract the prime of Cam Newton out, and he's run of the mill and less than run of the mill. And when you were challenged to pull out the best moves around Rivera, that was some really low-hanging fruit that you guys came up with. That shows you how sad the situation is <laughs> when we have to use that low-hanging fruit to sort of justify it. So, But just looking at the numbers, if he was anybody else as a coach, he would have been fired a long time ago, which leads me to believe, and I don't know who said it, they mentioned the Illuminati. I did. And I was thinking <laughs> – I was thinking maybe he's a Shriner or an Elk or some other Secret Society member that some owners are or big-time people in the NFL that keeps them employed. Because when you look at the numbers, that's got to be the only explanation for why he keeps a job. Because just purely looking at the numbers, there's no other way unless his father-in-law is the owner of the team or the owner of the company should he have a job? So, you know, I just think that he, he has worn his welcome out. The 85 Bears notoriety has taken him as far as he can go. It's just time for him to just, you know, like, like what they say with MacArthur said, it's time for the old soldier just to fade away. And he could take Bill Belichick with him and all of the old school coaches and just fade away and move aside for, for the new young coaches. Um, when, when, yeah, I'm no, sorry, th- no, thank you, Wendell. I pr- appreciate you. We're uh, just got We got to um, wrap up there. I pr- appreciate you being on hold, listening, all that. Even though you haven't called, uh, good to hear from you. And uh, obviously, anybody that works at the military, uh, works in the military, serves, what have you, uh, we should have pushed Wendell uh, up to the front of the line. That's my fault uh, on that. Uh, sorry to everybody we couldn't get to uh, today. Still, um, I'll be back. Tomorrow, um, Nell is trying to figure out a way to maybe deal with me tomorrow uh, because we didn't get to half the things on our list. But for right now, for right now, it'll just be me and Matt uh, with you tomorrow, so we'll have more time for your phone calls. Coming up, Dum Dum of the Day. And this is a classic cakes of not having your cake and eating it too. Mm, okay. That's next, right here on the Can't Team wait. 980 and the Odyssey app. Hey, Jingity Jing. It's Dominic the Donkey. Jingity Jing. The Tommy DeVito off of this Tommy Pizza and the Passing Paisano. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) Dominic the Donkey, give me a break. You and your inaudible noises, man. I hope they're PG. They're always PG. This is a family show. This is a show that appeals to the eight-year-old. I said exacerbate. It's time for Dum Dum of the Day. That might be me. <laughs> that might be me. Speaking of Italian and Dominic the Donkey. Okay. From the New York Post, Italian influencer Chiara Ferriani. Ever hear of her? No, sounds hot though. I'm sure she probably is. Chiara Ferriani. Ferriani? I don't know. 
F-E-R-R-A-G-N-I, has to pay back $2 million for what? After duping 30 million of her followers into buying a bogus charity cake. That's right. So basically, she's a considered Itali- uh, Italy's, Italy's most famous influencer, this Chiara lady. She's 36 years old. She was found the equivalent of 1.2 million uh, by competition watchdog AGCM. Why? For misleading claims surrounding her Ferdiani branded Pandoro, which is a lighter version of a panettone cake. She blamed it on a communications error while pledging the equivalent of another $1.1 million to a children's cancer hospital used in the bogus promotion. However, she's in trouble because, well, everybody found out about it, including the Italian prime minister, who was not happy. She said... The real models to follow are not the influencers who make a lot of money by wearing clothes and showing bags or even promoting expensive cakes that make people believe they are charitable. Of course, she did not mention the influencer by name. Now, the influencer, I got to be honest with you, no, no, you said she's probably hot. I don't know. Um, I mean, she's okay. Yeah, okay is a perfect way to say it. You know, she's... uh, I mean, she's, she's not she's my a, cup of tea. I mean, she's she's a little light, if you ask me. <laughs> and when I say light, I mean around the waist. She doesn't have as much junk in the trunk. Yeah, mm. she's a little too tight. Anyway, she was fined four hundred sixty thousand dollars in addition to having to pay the two million dollars back for, again, the alleged role in conning customers that sales of the cake would benefit a bone cancer charity. At a hospital in Turin, Italy. I can't, I can't say Italy for right. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, she only made a $55,000 payment to the hospital months before the campaign was actually launched and no donations while her companies received 1 million euros, which is the value of about $1.1 million for the branding collaboration. So for that, right in front of the holidays, right in the midst of the holidays, you, Miss Italian influencer, Chiata Fignani. Fignani. You can go kick all the rocks. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum dum of the day. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for being with us. Nell, Nell. Thank you, pal. Appreciate Thank you. you. Again, the invite is always welcome. If you want to come and yell at me for a couple hours on Christmas Day, more than welcome. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. And then I'll lock you out of my house. And throw you in the in, in the pond. And then we'll all ask, what happened to Nell? As long as I'm not forced to eat any of your guys' unseasoned seafood boil that you do every holiday, I'll be fine. Oh, stop. Nonsense. B. Mitch is supposedly bringing in uh, something tomorrow. Yeah, of course, he knows because he knows I'm not here. So, <laughs> that. Greg Hoffman up next. Baldy. Thanks to Matty Ice. Thanks to you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 